Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Answers from the Lab, where we share Mayo Clinic knowledge and advancements on the state of testing and science from laboratory leaders and the people who are making it happen behind the scenes. I'm Dr. Bobby Pritt, the Chair of the Division of Clinical Microbiology within the Department of Laboratory Medicine and Pathology at Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. And with me today is John Berry, the Supervisor of the Initial Processing and Media Laboratory in the Division of Clinical Microbiology. Now in this role, John has played a large part in coordinating all of our efforts for COVID-19 testing. So we're really uh, happy to have you here with us today, John. Well, thank you, Dr. Pratt. It's a pleasure to be here. So I thought I'd start off with a general question, and that is, can you share a little bit about yourself and how your role has changed since COVID-19 started? Sure. I supervise, as you said, the, the Microbiology Initial Processing Lab and Media Lab, and we're the specimen receipt and processing area. So our team, we oversee several hundred different products and uh, um, different reagents and, and lab supplies through, through, um, for our division. And what has really changed since COVID-19 is just the daily need of kind of the oversight of those products and the different things that we need to adapt with all of the changes from back orders of supplies to changing test methods. Every day is a new day and a, a new challenge. Yeah, you really are where it all begins, where the specimens come into a lot of our testing laboratories in the Division of Clinical Microbiology. And of course, we've talked a lot about um, shortages on this podcast in previous episodes and just how we've all been hit with supply chain. We certainly aren't immune. What kind of shortages have you seen in our laboratories? And maybe you could tell us a little bit about some innovative solutions your team's been working on to combat those shortages. Yes, uh, very early on um, with the pandemic, we were hit with back orders uh, for supplies. And it's not uncommon for our team to have back orders. Uh, and we have a, a, a pretty robust system of looking into those back orders, finding alternate products, and uh, trying to get to, uh, the things that we need for testing. But the sheer volume of the back orders is really what took us, you know, every day kind of by surprise. And very early on, Italy was impacted, and Italy is actually the largest manufacturer of viral transport media and nasal pharyngeal swabs. So immediately we started having issues with some of, of our orders with that. And working with our research and development team very closely, we identified the need to validate alternate medias. So very early on, we realized that we needed to uh, work with our R&D folks, and uh, we validated a buffer. Uh, working with uh, other areas to scale this production up because uh, we knew that we did not have the capacity to, um, to manufacture the needs. And some of that was up um, at the 30,000 tubes per day that wow. we were sending out um, to clients to, in order to get that out there because they wanted to build up their stock and reserve. So working with, uh, with that uh, R&D team, we very quickly, within a week, validated that for our COVID-related tests uh, and were able to secure the products that we needed too, because that was the other thing, manufacturing something, now you need the raw ingredients and the tubes and different things. So that was really a challenge, but uh, we had a lot of people come together to make that happen. 
Wow, so that's really a great example of how people just came together to be innovative. And it highlights the fact that we're a global society. Who would have guessed that Italy would be the main source of swabs that we would use to collect the material for COVID-19 testing? And then another thing people don't even think about is the viral transport media, which is a special type of liquid that that swab goes into. So you talking about creating a buffer or a, basically a saline phosphate buffered saline as our own being an, a manufacturer now just draws in all those different things about how do you make sure it's sterile that you have enough of it that you put it in little tubes and that we can send it out to people who need testing it was kind of eye-opening I think for all of us to have to all of a sudden become a manufacturer for this so now that was COVID related but have you seen shortages in other areas of testing besides COVID testing yeah, what has happened is with the commercial vendors um, it being impacted in various ways, uh, not only to uh, scale up their COVID-related production, but uh, having uh, concerns of staffing and the ability to uh, manufacture other medias and, and things like lab coats and plastics and different consumables that labs use, um, we have continued to see other products on back order. And some of the things that we've done to work around this has been Typically with perishable items like our media, we usually work very lean, meaning that we order them uh, you know, just right before we need them. But unfortunately, we've had to scale up. So we've, um, we've uh, had several uh, different products that we've now um, stocked more of and have a, a longer lean time, a lead time. But th what that uh, really creates is a lot of need for the oversight of different lots, and uh, um, storage uh, needs throughout different areas within the division of products. Typically, we store things in one place, and now we have the same product in multiple places just simply because we just have to find a spot to, to, to store it. Um, and we've also worked with uh, many other vendors and commercial vendors that we haven't worked for, with before in trying to identify available products and uh, um, validate those uh, proactively. So in the need that we have to purchase something that we typically did not before, we are now able to do that rather quickly if we receive a back order. Uh, another thing is the internal production. We've really scaled up some of our production for some of our internal media. That has been a significant challenge because um, you have to, you know, source the raw ingredients for these as well. So, you know, getting the commercial available product is one thing, but if you now want to manufacture it yourself, uh, getting some of those components has been a real challenge. And it's been through a lot of teamwork and collaboration with other areas, uh, you know, our supply chain folks have been amazing to really go out and, and look for those different things that we need and get them at the scale that we need them. Well, it's really emphasized the importance of supply chain, without a doubt, and also the importance of having a backup. As uh, we've discussed before on this podcast, usually you have one supplier and one instrument and one test, and this whole pandemic has really just emphasized that you need to rely on multiple vendors to get the products you need. And I guess what you're showing us, John, is you have to also be flexible and maybe even be able to make things yourselves. <laughs> so we do have a number of lab professionals who listen to this podcast. Are there any lessons you've learned from this whole pandemic that other laboratory professionals would benefit from hearing about? 
Yes, I think the biggest thing that I've learned is the need to really leverage your resources, and that is the people you work with, your colleagues. It's just been amazing, the level of teamwork that we've had here, and also with our manufacturers and our vendors, uh, just reaching out to them and explaining, you know, what, uh, what volumes that we are expecting for certain things. Uh, working on really trying to allocate the correct number of things that we need so that we are sharing amongst ourselves uh, well, uh, you know, and not purchasing more than that we need. And just uh, really uh, working together. I've learned uh, so much through this and uh, uh, with supply chain, uh, shipping and receiving, that's been one thing that we were very fortunate pre-COVID. A lot of things just worked, um, you know, very routinely. Um, we would order something and the next day it would be delivered. And now some of the challenges that we've seen is with the disruptions in the supply chain or things like logistics and delays of media stuck in a, a, in a warehouse waiting to be um, shipped uh, to the location. You know, th those delays can have significant impacts on the quality and different things. So uh, just the, the oversight and working with others to really oversee that. And that's been the biggest thing. I think the lesson is just working together with, with the various team members. Yeah, that's uh, really interesting. Has there been anything inspiring throughout this pandemic that you've noticed that you'd like to share with our listeners? Yeah, well, something I touched on before is the teamwork, and and that's what uh, has, uh, in a lot of ways, has made this uh, at times really fun. Is the networking with uh, colleagues, not only here at Mayo, but uh, um, working with others as well. We get a lot of emails from various other institutions and supervisors across the country that are in similar situations, talking to them, and working with them on what they've done. Just trying to be creative. And, uh, you know, the thing has been uh, some great ideas have come out of some of those conversations. And that's what's uh, really been, uh, you know, at times, uh, this is so uh, inspiring is, is mm -hmm. the commitment of the teamwork. Well, that's a really neat story. And, you know, there's been a few silver linings out of the pandemic. We never would have wished for it, but there are some good things that have come out of it besides just us all becoming better at using Zoom. And so <laughs> having those connections, I think, is a, just a, a really valuable thing to have. Well, is there anything else that you'd like to share with our audience today? Well, I think the biggest thing is uh, good luck. <laughs> it's been a challenge. And, uh, you know, I think, again, uh, the teamwork and the amazing uh, leadership throughout this uh, pandemic and people really putting, you know, uh, working together and, and putting their best foot forward. Uh, it's just been inspiring to me personally. And uh, it's one thing I don't think any of us wished for, but uh, certainly uh, we've learned a lot and we continue to learn and work together. Well, thank you, John, and thanks for sharing your stories with us. It's really been helpful and great to hear from you. Yes, thank you, Dr. Pratt. Thank you so much for tuning in to Answers from the Lab. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast, and don't forget to tune in every Thursday and every other Tuesday.